I don't know what that was. I can't take any more of that. But <laughs> Wait, I, 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 I didn't want to. I didn't want to laugh. Um, it was funny though. It was. It yeah, was quite funny. I was, it was, was just weird. Yeah. I mean, obviously they can't see the video. It's just this like weird fucking super Mario. Yeah. 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 When the mushroom head came up, I was just like, yeah. "This is not what I was expecting." Yeah. You're expecting another kind of mushroom head. I thought it was going to be like I thought you're just going to be doing like the stock music that everyone plays at like the intro I didn't realise it was going to be a specially themed one for a specially themed episode well we've got a bigger budget know, wow. haven't we have we an extra five pounds <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, well, my wage my wage went up 1p so one p. Oh, congrats bro what are you going to no, do with no, all that no, money no, no. Uh, um, what contract dispute all at once <laughs> <laughs> Um, are you not going to introduce us, Morgan? Or are we at a point now where it's it, like you we're just done with it? People to rec- recognize the, vid- the, uh, the voices. Yeah, it's, it's Ben Gordon and Reese Farley. You just could have said Ben and Reese. Back bro. with the four names. Like, it's like, it's like back with the four names for season two. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. All right, so How what's, uh, what's going on today? Yeah, well, let's just talk about like what's happened since we've been gone. Hasn't been long, but. Yeah, I was going to say. How, how have you all been? All right? Uh. Yeah, yeah everything's mean, open yeah. in a way. Or well, not everything. In a way. Yeah, it's it's, it's a bit there, fucking right? it's a bit fucking overrated though, mate. It's so cold at the moment. I'm sure someone was cold. Someone's put a fucking like so, can't the government fix this? They gotta do something about this. It's uh, <laughs> global warming. More, more, more warm. Yeah. Yeah. Well the government controls well, the weather, don't they? Well, you know what I found out on a well I went for something for a meal on, on Monday. I found you know those little heat the the, the the heaters that that you get in outside restaurants they cost like over two grand. Serious. That's a, that's, a, that's a fucking lot of money that. Yeah, you could just like. And there's not a lot of heat either that comes out. Yeah, fire. Yeah, just get, yeah, just just get a stick sticking a fruit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, just blow in your own hands will make it warmer. Yeah. <laughs> so what's been what's been going on in the world since we've um? I mean, well, been, obviously, it's been three it's major. Quite deaths. a few, quite a few things, isn't there? Yeah, you got um. Obviously, that we had the Suez Canal. That was a, a bit mm. of a big thing for yeah. capitalism. Woo. Marxist brothers. No, I'm joking. Um, DMX then you've got died. DMX. DMX is probably the one I'm R. most sad about, to be honest about. Oh, uh, and um, uh, is his name Paul Ritter? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Friday yeah, Night Dinner. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. Friday Night Dinner, yeah. Oh, no. That's so young. Squirrel. Both young. Yeah. 54, 54 man, wasn't he? 54 yeah. and 50, the guys were. DMX was 50, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, but like, 54. I said the Paul Ritter one was like the Chadwick one, not in terms of like their comparative, in terms of their careers, but like, or like people, but like in terms of, it's just out of nowhere that they had like a long term illness, like a, you know, he had a brain tumor. Yeah. Brain yeah. tumor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and you know, Chadwick had stage four cancer or something like that. And it's like mm-hmm. you never heard anything about it. He's a massive part it's of crazy. like British culture, if any of like the US audience don't know, like it's like a massive British sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, if it may- so if Americans want to have a look at like sort of a typical British sort of comedy sitcom, that's probably one of the ones I would recommend. That yeah. and then the in-betweeners, wouldn't you? That's what you'd say for like a good British sitcom. Yeah, comedy I'd sitcom. say like I'd say like the thing about it wasn't like it was funny. Don't get me it's wrong. Like, as well. it, it was it was like they portrayed a British family very well. You know what I mean? Like he was he was very good at being a dad. You know what I mean in this show. 
but yeah. I, it's, I think I think to be fair, it was pretty big culture. I remember it was my third year of uni, Reese's first year because he took two years out because he's thick. No, um, joking. Uh, it was like ev- like everyone was going around saying it. Like just going shalom, shalom, Jackie. Yeah, and stuff yeah like I remember. So was... I remember in, in halls there was stuff all up on the people like uh, posting stuff up, up on the walls and stuff, saying that like uh, spoiler, like Wilson dies and stuff. Massive I remember all, show, seeing yeah. it up. It was yeah. massive, massive, massive. Pinnacle of comedy. Those are, aren't they? The post-it notes in a window. Oh, Send God, news. Yeah, Nine uh, case of a bargain. That's what I always do. <laughs> uh, I always yeah, say, funny. see dad come back. Or maybe that one's in my brain, actually. I think that one's on your window. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is actually. Yeah, on his yeah, fridge. Yeah. And we've <laughs> yeah. got a final death. So, long- um, he's a bit of a crusty, isn't he? Um, old um, Philip. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. God, everyone's Gilfield. just died since we were last, we were last here. I mean, Philip's been dead for years, really. And they've just been carrying around his corpse, haven't they? Yeah. What's the thing from um, Sean Lido where it's like, um, uh, go go to mum's house, kill Phil, yeah. get Liz, go to the Winchester. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I saw that pic- the picture of him in the back of the taxi. He looked like he was on the way to audition for The Walking Dead, didn't he? Yeah. Just like the, he looked so zombified. It was just. But the worst part is the fact that I mean, and everyone's made the joke, haven't they? You didn't get a letter from the Queen because you died at ninety nine. But <laughs> I'd um, be pissed, bro. You know what I mean? Would be so annoyed. A massive one I heard was like a text, and it was from like a dad or something. Such a typical dad text, and it was like. um um, I heard the um that Prince Philip died in the Queen's arms, but it was like, oh, but the pubs aren't open yet, or something like that. <laughs> oh, when I remember, oh. like when I was a kid, that like there used to be like those group text ones. As soon as a celebrity would die, yeah, like, yes, there'd be like but... there'd be like these terrible jokes that like dads would just send each other, and then like they'd occasionally like let you in on the secret. Like I, I don't <laughs> know, I remember some pretty terrible Michael Jackson ones. Yeah, you know yeah, I, I remember mean. there was a lot when Michael Jackson died. It was like it was I mean, like Michael Jackson's. I'm going to tell a more tame one, but it's like Michael Jackson has died. He's apparently been struck by lightning or something like that. Oh my god! I, I and it's just like who, yeah, who, back, back when he died, there was no filter either, was there? I think like, uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson is the only like celebrity death that I've actually cried out. Like I think David Bowie, like Juice World, I had like Chadwick Boseman as well. I had like a, a few tears, but. I think like Michael Jackson was the one for me because I was really little as well. And I used to love Michael Jackson. Like I was so sad. I don't um, know if I've if I've died when it's like I've died. I don't know if I've yeah. cried when a celebrity's died. Twenty twenty ten, I think Michael Jackson was twenty ten or twenty eleven. One of them. Yeah, you'd have been like eleven to be fair. So yeah, nice. I was really upset. I remember, and they Maybe were all playing his songs on the motion. radio. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> but yeah, I do remember when uh, Michael Jackson died. I mean, like, cause I, I I was never. My mum was sort of into. Different music. I didn't really hear much of Michael Jackson growing up. But I don't know, Your mum was more of a Skrillex music. fan, weren't she? No? Yeah, Slipknot. Yeah. More into heavy, heavy metal and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it was. I'm sort of getting into it, and like, I ended up as I, between like those couple of years, I actually found like, quite a few Michael Jackson songs. I'm really quite a big fan of. So, like, Man in the Mirror is a great song as well. I remember. So like, uh, I remember the George Michael one, quite clearly. Remember that, yeah, that was Christmas, wasn't one. it? Oh, and Robin Williams was the Christmas. Robin Williams is probably Robin Williams is probably the one. Wow, yeah. I remember the most clearly. That was Boxing Day, weren't it? No, Robin Williams was uh, in August, bro, because I was working at the job I was working at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, it it was was 2013 or 2014, right? 2014, 11th of August. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do remember it. It was like really late at night. I found out. 
Um, I found out the next day at work, they were just talking about it. They were on about some guy who like killed himself. And I was like, oh, who you on about? And they were like, Robin Williams. And I was like, fuck. I remember being really weirded out by it. You know what yeah. I mean? He's like a massive part of like everyone's childhood, really. Well, I, I loved Jumanji as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Mrs. Doubtfire. Hook. He's had so many great roles as well, just throughout the years. And he's just... A, it's just it's what they always say, isn't it? That like people who generally are the funniest and comedians are actually people who are the most sad. It's like yeah. a lot. They say a lot of comedians like suffer really badly with depression and suicidal thoughts, which is quite a. It's really a sad thing to see, isn't it? That they're like that comedians. Yeah, are really it's something like kind of like people. sadly poetic about it, if you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's called um, it's bittersweet, isn't it? Yeah, bittersweet. Or, um, that's right. Is it? Is it yeah. Um, poetic. Yeah, poetic justice, I suppose. So that's the world. That's the world today. <laughs> since since yeah. we've gone, everyone has died. That's yeah. it. I mean, I mean, it relates quite well to the. Uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, that. Uh, the, the, the pod. Theme. We're going to use a Ouija board. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to speak to all those people who just. We're going to bring my now. granddad back from the dead. I'd just be like, "Fuck off!" Or I'd just try and make a really weird prediction, like pour your money in apricots. Stop. Yeah, just like really, really like prank someone really badly. Yeah. Just be like, in ten years, um, fucking, uh, just like a random country is going to win the World Cup. Be like, in, in Fiji is going to win the World Cup twenty thirty four. I've I've actually got a video. I've actually got. You've read it first. You've read it first. I recently <laughs> saw that we can it. actually react to. Um, just give me a hot minute. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I'll just grab it now. You playing this song again? <laughs> No, not the not the song again. Right. Tell me if you can hear it. I've I've seen again. this. I think can you hear it? Yeah, yeah, we can hear it. Yeah. I've seen this. I think uh, I've seen this. So it's probably my last video. Um, I came back home like two hours ago, and found like the car in the in the parking being having the window destroyed. Then I found Lego pieces all over. Um, the garden and the terrace. Then uh, I just found also broken windows and doors. And finally, I saw also destroyed Legos just down the stairs. Mate, why do we have to? I don't want to watch this. I've seen yeah, this so before. Basically, what, so you know what happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's I don't about a guy. This video, actually. Yeah, he's a guy that like had like. A YouTube channel of Legos, like he had so many different types of Legos, different types of builds. Spent years collecting them. His whole life, basically. Um, someone had like come in and just smashed them or stole them or just came up and he just made that video talking about how he was gonna probably be quitting YouTube and it got just so much traction and stuff. They've walked past his MacBook, his TV. They've completely left his TV and MacBook, but they've just gone in there for the purpose of like destroying this guy's Lego collection. So they've got to have known who he is then. It's not yeah, like a sure. it's got it's gotta be a targeted, like almost attack, like yeah, maybe like a fellow is. fellow Legoist. I don't know what they call each other, but um Rivals. Uh just another brick in the wall. Uh, <laughs> um, <God>. um <laughs> uh, Pink Floyd like, jokes for the dads out there. <laughs> um like um I suppose You've got to be some sort of sick cunt to do that though, yeah. didn't you? That's <laughs> yeah. awful, isn't it? That is awful. 
Yeah. But I thought it was going to be funny at first. Like, no, I sorry. He was literally just crying. It's called The End. No. I don't know why you thought it was going to no, be funny. Yeah, no, well, no. Well, because it had like 22 million views and it's YouTube. After stuff on YouTube, I just laugh at. So, like, but no, then I, no. I, I started smirking no. and I saw your guys' faces and I was like, hold on. I, I didn't, that's what, as soon as he started playing it, I was like, why am I watching it? It always just makes me feel dead sad because it's like, it's obviously like his passion. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like and I think it's fair to say, like, not in an offensive way, but I think he's obviously a bit like on the spectrum. But to like destroy someone's like passion like that, you've got to be some mm-hmm. kind of like crazy bastard. Yeah, just like it's just it's just the epitome of just bullying, isn't it? Really, it's literally just bullying. It's it just is the same bullying, as like yeah. just uh, getting but, joy out of someone else's pain. It's just awful. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry to weirdo. put us on a. But it's on a sad note. Let's get into the the main part of the video, and we can actually yeah, laugh been, at some of these. It's been a really, really upbeat fucking show so far. <laughs> death and death and destroyed Lego. Yeah. So, right, so who uh, wants to go first with the paranormal? Stuff? I can go uh, first if you want, or yeah, it depends if so. anyone else wants really wants to go. So, nah, do you want to hear my yours. not really my my one that I've not not I've not given sort of a clue about? Yeah. You guys might know it. I don't know. I was really surprised I didn't know it. So, have you guys heard? Of the Tic Tac UFO? No, I think I think I have, but I'm not sure. I I, I don't know. As soon so, as you so, tell so. Me. Let me give you a, a little little brief. So in 2007, a video came out on like some random German website that basically was just some blurry footage of a circle, and no one really paid any attention to it. Um, I think it was like seven years later, 2014, 15. No, 2017, two more videos came out. And then, like, uh, some like the Washington Post, and they made an article, and then included this really old video as well. And there's just these videos of sort of like they're very, both really blurry, but like the two newer ones that were filmed in 2014-15 and had like commentary from the pilots. But basically, the story goes: in 2004, there was a sort of a Navy troop that went out in a. So I'll, I'll read you some of the quotes from the article. So this is from the guy called: In 15 years since Chad Underwood recorded bizarre and erratic UFO, now called the Tic Tac. So effectively what happened was they were out, they were using this radar system, new radar system. And they kept getting like groups of like five or six unidentified objects just really Mm. far away, just appearing and then disappearing again. So then they sent the radar thing back to get like checked to make sure it wasn't broken or anything, came back. And now this, this, then the signals became even stronger and it was just off the Gulf of Mexico, I think. Um, Basically. Mexico. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically what happened was the, some guys went out to look for it. And they kept getting like signals. And then the guy came back and was like, just beyond the, and then after his flight was like two of the next guy going out, which was this Chad Underwood bloke, like just keep an eye out for some strange shit. It was like, just, just, just be like on the lookout. So then he goes flying and then he sees like down below him, what can only be described as like, there's, there's, there's an image of it, I have to get it. Just like, like turbulence in the water, loads of like, loads of, but like a, like a line of bubbles, almost like a submarine, yeah. but it's kind of like glowing really weirdly. And then, he goes back to the ship and uh but then there's like and then they go back out with like, this infrared camera and they spot this sort of like tic tac shaped thing in the distance just sort of like floating there and it weirdly sort of like hovers off to the left in like really like weird fashion but what's really strange about it is that like uh there's loads of reported people like um that are on this group that were saying like on the radar stuff would go from like hundreds of thousands of feet in the air within seconds down to like 14 meters above sea level and they were like, it was completely like ignoring all laws of physics. Yeah, that's like breaking and, um, the bound, like sound barrier. Yeah, completely, isn't it? Yeah, but there was no sonic boom. Absolutely no sonic boom. And and then there's there's I'm, I'm gonna try and get some uh, 
audio if I can. I might yeah. send it over to you. You just play it because yeah, uh, if not, just send it in the in the Twitter one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you might have like, to share the screen. Ju- just just quickly, I've got that uh, UFO call on tape. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll grab it. I'll grab it. Yeah, yeah. But basically, then then two more, two. More. Oh fuck off! I wasn't <laughs> it's just it's just a fucking post-it note with a UFO drawn on it with tape across it. Oh god, yeah, I remember that, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a terrible, terrible. Joke. I was really invested. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were like, oh yeah, I'll grab it, mate. I'll grab it. Yeah. I, I mean, great content. Um, with like there's, UFO there's... signs and stuff. Sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. carry on. There's there is a lot more to this story that I'll try and get you some of the details up here. So, Dave um, Fravor appeared on the joe rogan uh, podcast and uh, like uh, as well talking about it but basically this guy didn't do an interview about it which kind of makes me believe it more until 15 yeah. years later because like he's not selling out and he recently says i didn't want to be grouped in with these like ufo weirdos but, but these mm. guys are like trained like navy and like uh pilots they're all they're trained in like being observers like and there's like 12 13 14 different accounts of them all spotting these weird tic tac things moving in really strange fashions and then there's like there's audio clips of like the guys commentating over it going that's not a fucking drone that's not a drone and they're going like it's rotating and like it's just the 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 object is like rotating and then at like on the radar you can just see multiple times they just sort of like disappear like ridiculously fast out of like nowhere and like they just move really fast and there's even like um an example of apparently once there were two people flying like i can't remember what it's called when they fly next to each other um but one just completely went down through the middle of them it's like and what they said happened was because in the footage has disappeared since like from the guys but the they said two guys arrived on a helicopter do you know what it's called when like they're out in a sea and they've kind of got like um where loads of planes are on it and they uh, take off from it. It's an army oh, thing. Air, I can't air, aircraft carrier. Like something from a van. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they had like some other, they had like other submarines and ships around. There was like four, there was like four sub ships around it. And then there's aircraft carrier in the middle of the ocean. They were doing like training and stuff or some bollocks. I don't know. But like, yeah, he said that the two guys like that they'd never heard of before arrived, um, took all of the footage, deleted it, told everyone not to talk about it ever again, and then just disappeared. And they never heard, they were just, they were just told to never talk about it. Do you think that's so weird? Yeah, I, I definitely think there's like more sightings or recordings that are like not like I wouldn't say I'm sitting here like I could firmly believe UFO stuff, but there's definitely at least weird occurrences that like the government has, like especially America, like the Pentagon and stuff that, th- th- you know, what I mean, that they just don't show to the world. You know what I mean? Without, okay, without... Well, should, I, should, I, should I read the article bit here that gives it like proper detail? So like the story of the Tic Tac begins around November 10, 2004, when radar operator Kevin Day first reported seeing odd and slow-moving objects flying in groups of 5 to 10 off San Clement Island, west of the San Diego coast, at an elevation of 28,000 feet, moving at speeds of approximately 120 knots, about 138 miles per hour. The clusters were too high to be birds, too slow to be conventional aircrafts, and were not traveling on any established flight path. Um, another crew member with 17 years of experience on similar crew cruisers would later observe the objects exhibited ballistic missile characteristics as they zoomed from around 60,000 feet to 50 feet above the Pacific Ocean, alarmingly without producing sonic booms. All, all told, radar operators uh, within the Princeton spent about two weeks attempting to figure out what the objects were, a process that included having the ship's radar system shut down and recalibrated to make to make sure that the mysterious radar returns were not false positives or ghost tracks. 
Eventually, Dave, David Fravor, commanding officer of the Black Aces, made visual confirmation of one of the objects midair during a flight training exercise. An hour later, Underwood made his first infrared recording on the second flight that day. Underwood recalls David Fravor was like, hey, dude, bolo, which means be on the lookout for something weird. I can't remember that, uh, but yeah. And then there's, there's more. I'll see if I can find some other like interesting facts for you. But it's just, Whoa. it's just, I've never believed UFOs before. But I've got. I'll have to like link this video and maybe put it in the description. But yeah, um, it's insane. It's like I've never, I've never even remotely believed UFOs before. But these guys are like trained observers, and there's like multiple people having seen these objects, and they've come yeah, out. Yeah, they're not going, all going to like bullshit. Yeah, they've they've come out in interviews going, look, I I can't say because you know the footage, and you're not just going to believe. But this just scratches the surface. Yeah, yeah. He, he said it was like, it was just like a disc, like like not like a like point. You think like it was literally like just like a fucking like. He said it looked like a tic tac, like literally like a tic tac. There was no, there was it didn't seem to have any sort of fuel coming out of it. It didn't seem to like abide by any sort of logic or physics that we know or understand. It's quite crazy. I so I like the theory that like the reason that like UFO sightings have gone down in like the past twenty years is because because we record everything on our phone so like basically like some people think ufos are like uh time travel machines from the future where you can go back and look at stuff or watch stuff and it's basically the reason we don't see as many now is because everything's so documented people yeah can already see it you know they can just google it whereas like they go back to like the 50s the 40s because you know there's less documentation of it and stuff but obviously it's far-fetched but it, it was quite interesting when Still a cool idea it, though isn't it like yeah. it makes sense but what makes it again more crazy to me is that then there was, if not identical footage and spottings that came out in 2014, 15, with the, the reports all sort of saying exactly the same thing from a different troop and a different sort of set of people. And it's just like, and they were, again, we're appearing in random groups. It's just crazy. It's just, I, I've genuinely never believed in UFOs before. This is, that's kind of made me go, what? Do you think but that's, maybe... would you say that's proof for you? <sighs> I don't know because like there's what 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 the guy in the video I was watching, which is called um, Lem- Lemino or something. I, think, I can't remember how it's spelled, but it's just like anyway, he just does like fact videos, um, uh, or like just interesting story videos. But he says like it could because the government was so like and a lot of the higher up officers were really coy about it, just kind of just be like blowing it off and not really focusing about it. And then um, I think even in response to it, the one of the guys, the head of the Pentagon at the time, who was in head of like. Um, head of like the basically looking at aliens and uh, UFOs and stuff basically quit out of protest because of government officials just not caring uh, but like so I think one of the theories he has is that potentially it's like really advanced equipment that um, the US army's like testing out but like then that's why they're sort of like they took the footage got rid of it and that they just don't want people to know about it but again I don't really think I believe that because in 2004 how are they going to have like such physics defying stuff or I don't, just know. don't know. You, you just don't know what's being developed and stuff like that, do you? Exactly. Etc. Uh, some people think it might be Chinese or Russian technology. Uh, obviously, the issue is as well that, like, uh, apparently there's like a, a human observational illusion called a parallax, which is like basically the, the jet or the filming equipment is going so fast in terms of the ocean, like whatever it is that they spot, um, it creates like an illusion of speed. If you know what I mean. Yeah, it, that it, one. It, that one's different. Yeah. That one's, but it's like. Um... It's the more more the one where it rotates. They think it was the movie was saying it's an optical illusion of light is what makes it look like it's rotating. But yeah. uh, the people who've made the and people who've operated the system, like uh, various people have come out and said there's no way it's an optical illusion. That and the comment the commentary of the people who the the flight people who can actually see it 
oh, the pilots. I don't know why I forgot the word pilots. Um, literally saying the recording that thing's rotating. Look, it's rotating as it's rotating yeah. in the footage. So, like, why would they be saying it's rotating? Because they're not going to be looking. They're going to be looking at the actual object. Do you think that an actual alien was? piloting that or do you think it was just they were controlling it from somewhere else or do you think there was, well, they said it was an actual like thing inside four, it? They said it was like 40 foot long so like that's got to be like some sort of carrier thing and the fact that then like it's reported to have like gone underwater a couple of times I don't know like I don't know if there was someone in it or if it was some sort of like drone but then why are they in fleets because every time they appear they seem to have been in like groups of at least five like you, when we send out like rovers to Mars and stuff we see you don't you don't you don't send like five rovers out at once do we, we yeah. send like they obviously you can't, can't be like that bad though, because they would have already probably attacked by now. You don't know, you don't know, you don't know anything, mate. It's just they could a, be sort of yeah, trying to figure us out. For yeah. A weird fucking thing, you know what I mean? Um, More of the world. Do you want to? I yeah, fucking. Shall we rate it out of five on believability? Each one. Um. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give uh, that one a three point five. I was I was gonna give it a three. I was gonna give it a three. I I right. give I give it a four just because like the footage. Isn't clear enough. I just went on the, the wiki and stuff and watched a few of the clips and that. I'd say a three for me. I don't know. I'm always very I'm always very um, skeptical. Skeptical when it comes to UFOs, I think. I think it's one of those I things. I'm not superstitious, with. but I am a little stitious. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you watch the video I watched with the guy, like because this guy sort of uh I'm just watched the does... few of them with the sound. I've just watched a few. Oh, no, no, oh I mean, you want to have I mean, a full, I mean, full, full interview. No, 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 no. The video I watched on YouTube, so the, by the YouTube channel, the guy who like compiles all the footage and all like sort of, he he sort of his one of his main shticks is debunking a lot of like, yeah, thing conspiracy theories. And he's like, I think the video is called um, "Extraordinary until until further information is given" or something like that. It's called, it's something basically going like, "This is the most extraordinary thing I've found that I can't that I can't explain." And like he, yeah. he goes out and just explains everything of like this is why it's not actually what you think this is why this mystery is not actually a mystery here you go and he's sort of going i don't know like this is crazy yeah, yeah. it's interesting what are you giving it reset yeah. five i give it i give it a four but i think again because i've watched the video and, I, and I've, I've seen like the in, i've read the interviews of, of all the different people so i think it's different for me isn't it than you guys yeah. want me to do a couple of mine should we take it in turns yeah yeah go and take it in turns so I've got um, sort of like um, yeah. got um, it's called um, the Black Monk of Pontefract. Have you heard about it? No, nope. It's just purple Aki. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> he's another type of black monk. Mm. He's a prince. A he's a prince. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so number thirty, East Drive. On the um, Chalkfields Estate, it's in East Yorkshire. It's grim up north. That's what they say. So it became home to the infamous Black Monk of Pontefract. So Jean and Joe Pritchard moved into the unassuming house with their son Philip, who was fifteen, and their daughter Diane, who was twelve, in 1966. But the same year, the family became disturbed by paranormal activity happening in their home. What paranormal activity? I hear you ask. Someone asked. What, uh, so, what paranormal activity? Sorry, oh, that was a prompt. <laughs> it, was, it was. He got it. So water pools were forming, lights turned off and on again, furniture overturned, 
pictures were slashed, objects levitated and disappeared, foul smells travelled through the house, and heavy breathing sounds were heard by the terrified family. Heavy breathing sounds. Sounds like my old manager. (laughs) (laughs) So the spooky goings-on were coupled with a mysterious black-robed figure who appeared... whose appearances became more and more frequent. Joe and Jean were the first in the family to come face-to-face with the spirit, a terrifying cloaked shadow flowing over their bed. The spirit almost always appeared to be dressed in monk's robes, and the the description stuck. The entity soon uh, would be witnessed by the entire family, as well as a handful of paranormal investigators. So the police and a local MP and the vicar were all witness to the extraordinary happenings that continued to plague the households. This is the owner of the house. You reckon she's a bullshitter? Today? She looks all right, isn't she? So despite numerous exorcisms and ghost hunters attending the property, nothing could make the ghost leave. Paranormal investigator Tom Cunliffe spent many years researching the strange case and discovered that the town's gallows had been situated directly across the street. Gallows, that's like, is that where they hang people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, the gallows is like a little prison and then eventually you'll be hanged. Yeah. All right. So pinpointing it further to the black monk, a uh, clanic monk who was hung for the rape and murder of a young girl, uh, the murdered girl who had been a similar age to Diane was the focus of the spirit's attention. Cunliffe was believed that uh, what? Cunliffe believed that the entity haunting that the family was the Black Monk himself. The haunting of Thirty East Drive. Um, it was actually subject to a movie called When the Lights Went Out. No, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, you heard I've about seen that it. movie? I think she I've has, seen it. I've seen the movie. Yeah. It must be a British horror movie because it's in York. So the yeah. house remains open today for bookings, and you can actually stay there. Well, uh, not bookings. now probably, but you actually can. So a ghost hunter claimed to have snapped the clearest photo yet of the infamous phantom. So I'll show you a picture. Sort of it's I've seen, I'm, look, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Fortunately, I had to go on the fucking <laughs> the scum. And this is so. in like 19, like whatever time, 1960 or 1970. So the picture couldn't really be like faked that easily. Mm-hmm. So you can sort of see its hand holding something. Uh, the paranormal investigators say that the picture shows the arm of a ghostly figure in a monk's robe clutching rosary beads. The 40, um, Mum of Four Claire, a researcher of the... Yeah, it's all like bullshit now, really. But there's this one as well. We have another picture of... You can sort of see a person. Yeah. It looks like a regular person. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> always, yeah, it's just a bloke, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's it, 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 a, a picture of a bloke. That's I th- about I it, think really. The go- ghost ones are always like fucking difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, mm. I'm, I, I don't believe in like, I don't really believe in like a physical form per se of a ghost. But I, I, I like, sometimes I, I, think that makes a ghost story worse. Like, I think when the people try yeah. to say, oh, I've seen it and it is pictures of it, I don't know. Sometimes that almost makes stuff less believable for me. I, I, I always think. I'm a big, I mean, I'm a believer in there's like definitely like energy or stuff yeah. tied to a house, though, depending on like what's happened there. But you know, I mean, I think holding rosary beads or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just like for me, I, I remember my second year house. I've said this before. I always felt dead weird in there. 
Like even when I was on my own and shit, like I remember there was a time that I came back and I thought there was a gas leak, but it's just because I had this like really weird, uneasy feeling. I remember you telling me that. Hear about that as yeah, well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like I thought there was a gas leak, um, and I just I got everyone to leave the house, and it was just because I felt so weird in the house. And those times when I was on my own and stuff, and I was like, I don't feel comfortable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's not yeah. like I don't really care that much about being in the house on my own at night and that. But like, I'm definitely more of a. I, I feel like if like certain energy can be tied to a certain place. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I, if it was someone that, you know, was tried for a rape and murder of of uh, of a girl. Yeah, 11-year-old girl. There's, there's definitely some kind of, and, you know, energy there. And if the belief is that ghosts and stuff are people who still have ties to this world, you, you could you could kind of, you know, you could get on board with that. I yeah, suppose. I you agree. Like, yeah. Yeah. I agree yeah. that the energy I, could be there. 100%. I, 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 what, what I was going to say about that is, because it was said it was next to, to a gallows, I think, like, the fact that, like, there's there's a lot of stories you see where there's a lot, like, so in that instance, you've got a pretty damn good chance of there being a dead person similar to what's been described in the previous stories. Whereas yeah. there's other, other, sto- other stories where you're like, oh, we've seen this person walk around the house, this woman with a with a black streak in her hair, and then, like, and then there's actually, like, found out that this was just a random in this random house a similar person died i just think like that makes it there's there's more likely to they can look through all the files of everyone who's died there and go look he fits the description yeah more so than like oh my god wow that actually happened here do you know if i don't know if you get my point yeah well yeah do you know um uh the smith down on asda yeah you know that's mm-hmm. that's built on like an old mental hospital there's a graveyard right next to that. Yeah, as well, yeah, isn't there? yeah, yeah. And it was, it's built on like an old mental hospital, I think. But like, apparently, like a few of the workers and stuff at night have seen like just stock just flying off the shelves and shit. Oh, you know? <laughs> I love Asda at night. Um, it's good, isn't yeah, it? fun. Well, right, yeah, so we we'll quickly that rate that before before the end of the part one. So not gonna yeah. lie, rating that one like a solid one point five or a two. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say like a one point five. But the energy is there, I believe. I, yeah, I think there's some energy. There's definitely energy. Like, if it's next door to a gallows, anyway, there could be just like a lot of energy yeah. there. What are you, you rating this one, Ben? Uh, two. Yeah, that's fair. All I right, don't know. I'll... I think I, I think with ghost stuff, you kind of pers- you probably have to like personally visit to kind of get an understanding of yeah. it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. We should do a, a, a podcast in a haunted house. Yeah, that would be, uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. That'd be a good anyway, one. we're gonna gonna cut for part two. Uh, for part one, sorry, and we we'll back for part yeah. two in a second. Right, uh, we're back to the second part, um, and it's my turn this time, so I'll go right ahead. Now, I chose the probably place that I found actually quite interested in the world, um, the catacombs. Thought you were going to say Scunthorpe uh, in Paris, <laughs> uh, because I've, it's just how big it is, and the just general both the size and just some of the stories I've heard about it. But I was going to choose this one story in particular. Um, So one of the, it says, this by far is one of the creepiest Paris catacombs legends. In the early 1990s, a group of cataphiles, so like they're the people who like regularly go down into the catacombs, study it, were walking through the dark chambers of the cemetery. They happened upon a video camera on the ground. To their surprise, the camera had footage on it. As the group watched the footage, they heard disturbing noises. 
it became apparent the man holding the camera was lost and had no idea how to escape. In the video, the audience can clearly draw the man that the man is going mad inside of the network of underground tunnels. The video ends abruptly with the man dropping his camera on the ground. To this day, no one knows who the man is or if he came out alive. Many believe that this is also what inspired the As Above, So Below movie. Yeah. Uh, really good well, horror film as well. Yeah. I, I well. Yeah, it's a bit low budget. So like a couple of times you like, uh, it loses a bit of its like scare factor, I suppose, or like, you know, like sort of plays into like the paranormal manage. activity, yeah. Thing, but um, I, I've just always found it like I, I don't know if I could personally go down into the catacombs without full well knowing that I'm you know I'm with someone who I can trust and stuff because it it is up there with like my top fears to get lost down there and just be like wondering for miles as well. Aren't yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, less than six foot tall, so like I mean I'd feel really really claustrophobic in there, just like yeah. personal stuff. I don't think good. There's really like weird, six yeah. million people dead in there, bro. I know, yeah, yeah I know, but like, mental. just even still, like, even maybe feel worse, feeling like even more claustrophobic. Is that like the biggest graveyard in the world, essentially? I mean, yeah, I suppose so. Um, I, I, uh, I mean, one of the extent of the south, one of the part of the gates is called the Gate of Hell. <laughs> Doesn't exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's not uh, very appealing, is it? Like, leave you with the, the Gate uh, of Hell. <laughs> So what do you think? Drinks? What do you think uh, about that, that guy's story? It could yeah. easily just be. I mean, when when did you say it was? The nineties. Oh, it's very unlikely then that he's just having a prank, isn't it? Yeah, that was I kind mean, of before the, pranks were invented. There's a there's a couple of um, people who have like died and been found or something like that. have gone missing because they've got drunk or something and tried to walk through the catacombs. Uh, and just what got fucking lost. Someone? Yeah, why'd you go know. on there and be like, you know what we should do? Get fucking wankered down loads of notes, next to loads of dead people. Like, who who does that? Yeah, oh, let's man. get them just get absolutely wankered next to skulls. Just fucking, uh... You've got to be like I mean, tripping to do that. Um, uh, do you know who the YouTuber is? Nightscape, uh, is he called? Nightscape, yeah. Yeah, he got like... mugged down there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Mug. he. Uh, I think yeah, we watched so, that video together. It was on um, yeah. Happy Hour. He um he went try. He wanted to go down the catacombs. He met, this girl like introduced him to this guy who was said to be like you know a cat file or someone who knows his way around the catacombs. And and they took he was, him. He was took, something file. They took <laughs> him and his. They, they took him and his mate um down and like through all the way. Uh, I think he said he had a map, but couldn't quite work out. I think like, it was badly drawn or something. Like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Map. But, but anyway, they got to this like part where like it's like like a common part where it's like loads of candles and lights and stuff. So you know that like a lot of people have been there. But they were like, "Oh, we'll carry on searching." And the guy took them, and apparently he kept asking them like if they had a uh, a fucking like um, either a map or or something like that. He kept he kept asking a couple of weird questions, which like weirded them out. And he took like his really expensive camera, but they got to this one point and then the guy was like, I oh, will just go ahead here. And they went to go and look and take some more pictures or something like that. And they came back and he'd gone and he'd like taken their camera uh, and their phones were like running out of charge and stuff. And he was like genuinely Ooh, like he thought he thought he was going to die. And apparently um, after a while, I can't remember if they they walked somewhere or they just stayed where they were and they got found by someone. And they're not sure if like, 
the guy that, that came and found them, like the other guy told them to go find them because like he didn't want to fucking yeah. basically guilty, like, yeah, he murdered someone. But yeah. I was just like fucking sitting there and just thinking like the level of dread that would go through like my body, realizing yeah. that like I'm lost down there. Like, I don't like being lost it. anyway. Yeah. But be honest, as like if we were there in Paris, like all three of us, I reckon we'd do it. Like I reckon yeah. we would. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> if we found someone that was like I don't know, like trustworthy in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah. like or like a couple of people. I don't know. I don't know, know if like I... tour guides. Is it illegal? Do, Is it illegal? They, no, 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 no. They do. They do have tour guides, but they only take you through like a certain part of the catacombs, and a lot of people want to go right. and fucking. Just there is an illegal part there. of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, is it cause, is it because it's like just not safe down there, or what? Um, so not stable enough, or just not. Yeah, well, it's just fucking so long, bro. Like, you know, like they, you just don't know where you're going. Yeah, is there not? There's probably like maps on Google and stuff you could find, surely. Yeah, um, there's there's got to be people that that like like this guy, but have actually died in there, just wandered in and died in there. It's got to be at least a hundred yeah, in loads, the whole. Loads, gotta be probably, um, plus, yeah, you yeah. just it's about 186 miles. Fuck yeah, me. It's like the whole of Paris. 186 miles. That is yeah, the whole yeah, of Paris. Yeah, that length, oh my god! Could you imagine? Because like... if you if you took the wrong turn and you just kept you kept saying to yourself, "If I just keep walking, I'll find my way out of here." You, you, no, you'd be dead. Do you know what I mean? You walk the... 186 miles. That's like well, for that into perspective, that's what like eight marathons, seven, eight marathons. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a long fucking way. The only combs I want to see is um, Sean. Uh, <laughs> parts of it, are, parts of it are open to the public, but the rest are um, the rest are um, uh, like fucking off, <laughs> off limits. Uh, there's a picture, some of the pictures as well, like people crouching inside. Yeah, shit. I just had a look at a picture. It's grim. Yeah, I don't think uh, I could go in there just because it just. I think the. I think the, it's just being claustrophobic. That the Paris catacombs, otherwise known as the Emperor Empire of Death. That was in London. <laughs> Guaranteed, there'd be a Weatherspoons in there. So, yeah, there's like no, <laughs> there's like little to no noise pollution as well. So it's like, you fucking like the hollow rooms. So like, isn't it as well that like like one of the worst rooms in the world? The, the you most send you mad. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah, can yeah, hear yeah. your own bodily Callix, organs. I, saw, I heard Callix did a video in like in there when he was uh and he he, uh, he did it so like he only talk every like ten minutes and then that was a if you haven't watched that video I don't really watch Callix but that's like one of the only Callix videos I've watched and that was a really really good video that. I think he broke yeah. the world record for like staying another longest amount of time or something. Wow. It's crazy. Um, uh, it's not just damp. Some places you have to walk through water. Some of it's flooded. Um, so just me, I just couldn't like personally, like, no, I don't think I could. you know, I mean, I, I mean, maybe like if there's if a someone like drop dropped you in there and said like, right, find your way out. I'll give you 20k. Would you do it? No chance, mate. It's 186 no, fucking I'm miles. Gonna, do you realise? Yeah, do you realise how die? But there's got to be a lot of exits and entrances. No, is you, you think you think that? I don't bro, know. Like, no, I, it'd probably just be on the. Yeah, maybe if you do a map, bro. I, people underestimate how far a mile is. Yeah, true. Do, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, like it's it like you think about distance. It's like even 100 meters, like 100 meter sprint. Someone's like, oh, that's not that far. But when you actually get like in line for a race, you realise how fucking far. 100 meters is so so if, if you know if you play football that's like what 100 yards or something like that which is 
Or um, how big is a football pitch? Uh, which is not like 90 to 120 meters 20, 20 long. Right, so a mile is 1.6 kilometers, which is 1,600 meters. Yeah. So that's so. If you've been on a, a full-size football pitch, that's 16 football pitches, right? Oh, that's long. And then, and then on top of that, that's another 186 times. It was 186. So, so yeah. for, for for context, you know how many how many meters? Yeah. In 186 two two hundred ninety-seven thousand six hundred. Fucking hell. No, that's a no. Like, like just, just think about your room right now. It's like, what, like, I don't know, like eight or 10 meters? Like, my, mine is probably. Like, no, probably I live big. under the stairs, mate. I wouldn't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but, like, that's why it's like, so dark in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine that, like, but smaller and then just, like, because it's so narrow as well. You wouldn't be able to, and it's dark. You won't be able to see anything in front of you or behind. You probably just end up, like, looking at, in the same place constantly. You'd probably just think you were going around in fucking circles. And and all you see is fucking death. <laughs> dead people. Yeah, exactly. surrounded yeah. you. Yeah. So. No wonder that guy went fucking insane. What are we rating this? What are we rating the like original story out of five? I'm, I'm gonna give I think it's four point five, you know. I was gonna say four. I was gonna say four. It's pretty believable. I reckon he's he's gone. Long I reckon gone, it's mate. fact, actually. Yeah. Fuck me. Right. Uh Morgs, who's back to me? Relative reason, yeah. Well, you can go first because mine's less of a... It's paranormal, but I think we've already covered this on this channel because well, it wasn't us, but uh, the B team covered this when they did Conspiracy B-team. Theory. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've reacted to your... Um, Have they? Yeah, your call out. You'll find out soon. Was it in typical B term fashion? No, it, they went all in, you know. They, what? going to be a big what? fight. There's going to be a big fight. Really? Wait, wait, what did, what did they fucking... No, I'm we've got to wait. Now. We've got to wait. Say? Oh. Just a couple of impressions. You've got to wait, mate. Oh, what? No was it? Yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We have to find oh, out. Oh, right, this tested. is a pressured competition. Well, we're going to do an like A team versus B team, so we'll find out then. <laughs> I like how we've we've claimed A team now, though. I'm You're only allowed to bring one item to the fight, so they'll bring a. <laughs> they'll bring a, a chest, suitcase. Of, a chest of yeah, a chest, chest of, of guns. drawers, <laughs> <laughs> which contains sixty-nine billion weapons. <laughs> So I was going to talk about uh, from the. So I'll, I'll tell you this guy's channel, and I'll spell it out for you. It's L E M M I N O. So it's Let Me Know, basically. All right. But like one word. Uh, he does a video on that I watched actually ages ago before before the um, the conspiracy theory podcast that you guys did, where he talked yeah. about the Bermuda Triangle. But uh, basically, the whole Bermuda Triangle thing is a load of bollocks, uh, and I'll explain why. So it started off because there was five instances of missing flights and voyages off the coast of Florida. Uh, in 1952, an article specializing in the paranormal made the triangle between Puerto Rico, uh, Bermuda, and Florida, but there is literally absolutely no reasoning as to why he, they chose these locations. The original instances that have been quoted in two previous articles to this weren't even in like the, that triangle. Mm. Um, and then it became popularized, this Bermuda Triangle, in 1962 in an edition of a Pulp Fiction magazine, Argosy, which featured all the information from the previous articles, along with a load of made-up quotes and a clear narrative, just trying to push this thing because it's a, a it's a pulp fiction magazine. It's fiction, pulp fiction. Um, Argosy was not a factual-based magazine. It was there to entertain, not to inform. Uh, did you know? Then the first example of uh, where the Bermuda Triangle comes from is actually from Christopher Columbus, because apparently, supposedly, he saw a fireball in the sky, which 
was and it uh, happened in September, which is the most common month for meteors. Uh, so it was almost certainly just a meteorite. Uh, a dodgy compass because, uh, but not, and that, that was because um, he was trying to line it up with the North Star, but the compass doesn't line up with the North Star because the North Star is true north, whereas your compass lines up with magnetic north. And then uh, the third example of what he saw, which was suspicious, uh, was fishy, was this strange light in the sky, which is actually the only incident out of the three that actually occurred in the Bermuda Triangle. But he even says in his book, when he writes it down, I think it's because we're approaching land and then couple months later well no a couple days later they were like land ahoy so it was pretty much just land um and then the the, the big one that everyone goes to is uh the flight 19 which i'm sure you guys have heard of yeah the, the malaysia flight is that yeah no no F- flight 19 is when four 14 experienced pilots set out just like to do a training ground routine from uh what's it? Right, fort, yeah. fort lauderdale uh there were, and then but like there was just flying around sort of doing this thing there's like a training flight path or something yeah. But the, the guy who was the teacher taking out these students, the student was the head flight, like was leading the flight, one of the students was. And this, but this guy who was taking them along with for the journey had just moved from, uh, oh God, what's it called? Um, either way, near Florida, down, no, <laughs> no, they're all in America still. But he, they took off from uh, Florida. Uh, what's the island at the bottom of either way? Basically, he got Hawaii? confused with two, no, 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 no. It's, it, he got confused with the, Two islands. Believe and... the small islands he passed over were the Florida Keys, and that his flight That's was the over one. the Gulf of America, and that heading mm-hmm. north northeast would take them to Florida. It was determined that Taylor passed over the Bahamas as scheduled, and in fact did lead his flight to the northeast yeah. of the Atlantic. So what what he kept saying to them was, but he he took over the control. It's basically this this knobhead's fault. Who it was essentially there's no there's no proof of this, but uh, it's no, probably it's, it it says, probably his says first... in the investigation. No, no, it was his first flight. Do you know, did it say that? Taylor was not at fault because the compasses stopped working. But the compasses, yeah, but no, they didn't stop working because he thought he was somewhere else. That's why his compasses stopped working. He thought he was in a completely different location to where he actually was. So he was going, my compasses are out of line, but they weren't out of line. They were yeah. correct, but he was just, thought he was somewhere else. Hmm. Does that make sense? Do you see what I mean? So he was then sent, and then he, what he kept doing was because he thought they were on the left of america so they'd have to come in west is it to go no east yeah yeah east yeah. east to come into land so he kept sending them north and east but if you look where they actually were north and east actually sends them out in just into the ocean so he basically steered them off over there and that's and after five hours they were just gone and they never heard from again but what's crazy about that one is and it's actually pretty crazy is that um uh is that another flight took off to go and try and like help them figure out where they were yeah uh, when they sent their like last a signal four hours after their takeoff, but that flight blew up like 20 minutes after just like taking well, off. It just randomly blew up. Yeah, but uh, the previous day there was um like there was engine issues with the that oh. plane, so they just attributed it to that. Yeah, um, uh, and then there's more. There's there's another ones. Um, the 17th of January 19. 19- 49 the star aerial left bermuda to fly to jamaica after one okay transmission the plane was never heard from again an investigation never found any evidence to suggest why this happened this is the only one that's actually pretty crazy uh so I'll, we can use this as my like i guess i believable i do believe in the bermuda triangle still thing uh which is which is crazy is that a sister ship the star tiger had something incredibly similar happen to it exactly the year before and the note 
from the investigation into what happened, like the ending note is, what happened in this case will never be known and the fate of Star Tiger must remain an unsolved mystery. And what happens in Bermuda stays in Bermuda. Yeah. And there's another one, actually. It's the, the ship of the Carol A. Deering. Um, the ship was spotted near completion of its journey where they used a megaphone uh, to say that they'd lost both their anchors. Uh, the ship then never reached its destination uh, and was found deserted with all crewmen's belongings, the ship logs, key navigation things, two lifeboats, all missing. The steering wheel and other things had also been destroyed by what seemed to be a sledgehammer. Three months later, a bottle was found with, a, with the following note. Deering captured by oil-burning ship, something like a chaser, taking off everything, handcuffing crew, crew hiding all over ship, no chance of escape, finder, please notify headquarters of Deering. How crazy. Oh. I think it's like a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy, if you get what I mean. Like, I think they're flying in the Bermuda Triangle and they're like, shit, I'm in the Bermuda Triangle. But, and then they kind of lose focus and they're like crashing and shit because it's mental like in their head. But yeah, if you look, isn't if you it look, like all the things that happen in, that are attributed to Bermuda Triangle, none of them happen in the Bermuda Triangle. So yeah, all these it... flights and all these stories that they go, that's the Bermuda Triangle's crazy all the flight paths are just outside of the Bermuda Triangle and like literally like hundreds of miles away from <laughs> because it. Because they're literally just go going like... out their way to, to avoid yeah. the Bermuda Triangle, which makes no, no, it but worse. Like, no, no, their, flight, no, their flight path literally isn't there, but people just go, no. that's the Bermuda Triangle that did that. It's people. It's, it's literally just one of those mysteries that's a mystery for, like yeah, it's, it's a mystery why it's a mystery. Isn't, it? is, is, isn't like a lot of like, like well, you've got like obviously like violent weather and stuff, which would probably cause problems. Attribute to some of it, yeah. Isn't it, isn't it just to do with like, isn't the compasses thing though, rather than paranormal ex- explanation, just due to the magnetic poles in the area or something like that? There's like a lot of magnetic variations or magnetic poles yeah, I which think, create, I think which create issues with thing. compasses uh, which, which create issues with the compasses and I think that's like why and obviously like in the past when probably stuff was worse that would have made it harder for you know, ships and planes and mm-hmm. shit you know what I mean? I don't know. Just going back to that ship, or when I was saying it's bollocks, like it, that was actually proved to be bollocks. Like some, they found out that some bloke had just written the person who gave that note in, saying, "Oh, I found this note," was the person who wrote. Person it. who wrote the note, but, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was later found out. Uh, that, so, but what is kind of what what they think actually happened to that ship is the captain and the first mate had both been chatting shit about each other before that voyage, uh, and the first mate was one in his own ship, basically to like being like, "I don't want to." work with the captain because then the captain was american and loads of the crew were danish um yeah uh, and then the the first mate was like look i want my own ship but he was denied it and then he was quoted as saying well then i'll get i'll get the captain before we get to norfolk i will so but then for that comment he was arrested and bailed out by the captain arrested yeah for that. yeah he was arrested for because it's kind of like not treason but like he was i think he was sort of like for plotting against I don't know. Bit, but either way, <laughs> but like, what doesn't make sense is what. Well, so apparently, the megaphone, the person who shouted on the megaphone to them, sounded Danish, like Scandinavian, not the captain. So that makes you think that like the ship could have been overthrown by like the crew and stuff, yeah, because, yeah. especially because of that previous comment. And then, but like, why was the ship just abandoned like halfway between? And then, also, also apparently, um, the people who spotted the people with the microphone, uh, apparently, just after there was a ship that drove past but they like covered up their like name with a piece of like tarpaulin or something to like so maybe they're being chased by a pirate boat That's as well odd, you don't know. yeah um but yeah i just wanted to sort of like one. 
debunk some of the Bermuda Triangle stuff because it's just like I was because uh, it always people always go well it's so crazy isn't it do you believe in the Bermuda Triangle and it's just like well n- not really because half the stuff that's linked to the Bermuda Triangle isn't even in the Bermuda Triangle like if you've actually so like again you'd if happily you've the, like that, fly I mean, through no, it with no qualms absolutely not I have literally no worries I I, I it, right, it's kind enough. of like one of those that's just like so I, in terms of believability I would put it at zero but like because like it's so many of the incidents that like happen like a lot of them even don't, haven't even reached. Like one of the big ones is a, a ship like disappeared off the Gulf of Mexico, and its path was to go through the Bermuda Triangle. And everyone goes, "Oh, it. the Bermuda Triangle!" Yeah, it didn't make it. But everyone yeah. goes, "The Bermuda Triangle sunk that ship." <laughs> it didn't even like, make it. Yeah. I don't know. It just, yeah, to I, me, I, like, I, I, just I've, I've never been a firm be. believer in the uh, Bermuda Triangle. Personally, I just think it's just a Yeah. Sorry for boring you. Sorry, yeah, sorry, just a bit tired. <laughs> um, apologies. Before I listened to this, I'd have probably given it like a three, but now I'll probably give it like a one. Really? No, I, I think when I was like 15, I had a little search about the Puna Triangle and everyone was just kind of like, it's just, it's just like people creating like myths and narratives, you know what I mean, as well. And a lot of the stuff. Well, it's like, it, it comes from that Pulp Fiction magazine. And I think that like says all you need to know, really. Like they made up a lot, like they, they just sort of like, over exaggerated a load of stories and sort of made it seem like this Bermuda Triangle was this crazy thing because it was a pulp fiction magazine. I always but, think as well when something's unexplained, people just straight away go towards something paranormal rather yeah, than aliens, ghosts. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like Well that um oh god, what was the fucking Netflix documentary that I've heard about from here now? The Cecil Hotel one. Cecil Hotel one, yeah. 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 That's a great example, isn't it? It's been explained so everyone just made up loads of stories. And it just ends up being like, but if you like kind of stories like that, like I know we've uh, us plug YouTube channels last time we're here, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I definitely would check out that YouTube channel. He's got like loads of videos on it. So for some like the unknowns mystifying, consumed by the apocalypse, the battle of Los Angeles, the lost colony of Roanoke. But it's a really, really good, like, I don't know why this guy doesn't have like a Netflix channel. He, he's really good. Like he, the way he puts facts across and the way kind he makes of like a BuzzFeed really, Unsolved really type. Thing. Yeah, but like these videos, like they're like, well, I've never actually watched BuzzFeed Unsolved. I won't lie, but um, yeah, they're like half an hour videos, just sort of like an detailing all the facts and figures. Like, yeah, kind of like a mini, mini, doc, mini documentary. They're really good. So you, yeah, you're gonna rate it zero then, Reese? Yeah, I give it zero. Ben, uh, probably about zero. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really someone who believes in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. I'm gonna start getting death threats from the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> the fan the fan of you now. The Bermuda the, Triangle. The Bermudas, the files. I oh, know that's cat. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> <files. laughs> the cat files are coming for you. So um I've got sort of um as we're all in Liverpool. Well, I mean you're not, but you know what I mean. Um mm-hmm. I've got sort of some sort of quick quick fire like folk, Liverpool folklores that I was gonna read out. I think there's about like five but they're quite quick fire so we'll do them and you can just say if they're believable very much five so the first one's called the hitchhiker so <laughs> have you seen the young woman um thumbing for a lift in the queensway tunnel only she's not had m- m- much success getting to birkenhead so she's trying to get to birkenhead i don't know why she wants to go to birkenhead <laughs> don't know why, she wants to go. why on earth um seeing um as she's reportedly died on the exact same spot in the 1960s the story goes that the hitchhiker was riding on the back of a motorbike and fell to her death as the years have gone by there have been loads of sightings of her 
even the tunnel police have spotted a lonely figure still desperately trying to reach for her final destination to Birkenhead. Ooh. What do you think of the Birkenhead? Um, no one woman. wants to go to Birkenhead. So that's, that's, exactly. That's, that's why she died. Like, she wanted. She'd rather die than go Birkenhead. That's. I think that's. Con- yeah. Zero point five. Yeah. She just threw herself off. I think. Yeah, she was like fucking hell. I'm almost there. God, I don't want to go. She was a wall. This is a poor life choice. <laughs> so, so this one's called um, "Pint or Spirit." It's kind of a pun. I didn't make the title. It's terrible. Uh, so the pub, um, the pub in the park in Allerton, made the national news in 2014 as staff were stunned to see CCTV footage uh, had picked up a ghost, a ghostly entity wandering after a dark. This is the kind of ghost story we love. Actual footage. The pub is a fo- uh, the pub is a former 17th century manor house. So let's face it, there's bound to have some supernatural action of the years. So have you actually seen that footage? What footage? I don't think so. Of the pub, I think I saw it years ago. Like, I don't think I have it. I'll find it for I the pro- end. You probably. And this is called. I've I actually heard of it. this one. Um, Ottersfall Railway Man. So although. Um, it officially closed in 1951. The Ospool Railway Station building remains dotted around each end. Now, uh, mate, I didn't, I didn't do enough research into this. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all gone tits up. Um, I left this one last minute. So this is one I actually know. The Adelphi Hotel. You all oh, seen right. the Adelphi Hotel? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually worked there for one day. One and day. You know, yeah. Why only one day? Because it was, it got me on. It was like a zero-hour contract when I first moved to Liverpool. But then they just never gave me any shifts. So I only went in for the induction. And then I never got any shifts. I wasn't sure. Maybe you're just shit. really shit. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> but it's, it, you know, have you seen it from the outside? It looks really nice and really fancy. Mm-hmm. Like from, from the inside, it's not nice at all. It's really old and run down. It smells kind of weird. <laughs> and there's a lot like of an like... Old lady or something. Yeah. There's a lot of like suicide that happens there as well, I think. Not now, I don't think as much, but like back in like the sixties, I think it was like a quite a. It's basically um, Liverpool Cecil Hotel. Yeah, so isn't it? Say it sounds like it. It seems like that back in like this. It seems like quite common practice. What well, common practice? A uh, common thing for people to just like go to a hotel room to kill themselves back in like the fifty years yeah. ago. Seems like businessmen. It was mostly, weren't it? Like. Yeah. Yeah. So recently named the UK's most haunted hotel, apparently. Um, by expert Tom Slellman. The Adelphi Hotel is fucked up with spooky guests, the most famous is which is likely the lift whistler, as guests as far and wide have reportedly heard a strange whistling sound and felt a tap on the shoulder when ascending to their rooms. That's not all. Guests have allegedly seen their lug- luggage picked up by a ghost of a former bellboy who died at the hotel when he was trapped That's in the baggage the lift in the 1960s. I got a bit spooked up. Um, if you're, say, I keep thinking I see a ghost behind you, Morgan. Yeah, it's horrible. I'm in the dark. I was trying to set like uh, some. Yeah, it's quite enjoyable. You're trying to like just fucking. Yeah, but I've sort of. It's gonna be a jump scare. It's gonna be a jump scare at the end of this. So. Yeah, if you're one, if you're wandering up Brownlow Hill, keep an eye out for the ghost of George, the lost soul who took his own life at the hotel in the 30s, and is known uh, to call passersby from a bedroom window on the fifth floor, on the side of the building. So give him a smile. It might make his day. That's that one. <laughs> but just I quickly, like that just one. Quickly. I don't know why. Just I do like quite, I do quite like that one. Yeah. Just just quickly on that, and the fact that you worked there for a day. Um, <laughs> I've worked uh, in every sector. 
<laughs> I I love that these there are these people with paranormal paranormal activity that call themselves experts. Like, what gives you the right to say like I'm an expert on things that probably don't might they might be real? I don't know. Yeah, I'm an expert. I'm an expert I don't know. Make believe. I'm an expert. <laughs> this case just kind of be like I'm an expert in imagination. You know, I can I can tell you now that's made up. That <laughs> how do you know what's made up? Oh, I don't get it. It's just, I don't know. Stuff's just weird. You know what I mean? It's like some people think they see things or think they see people, and it turns out that, like, which I think is actually even scarier. It's like actually, like, people that have actually been living in the house and shit like that, like in their, they're like attics. Or oh, like, yeah, those ones. Those ones are yeah. like the people think they've got a ghost, and it turns out there's just put some homeless bloke living in their basement for like six <laughs> months. Yeah, crazy. That is mental. Or like your twin brother from birth who lives in the attic. It turns out you're the actual evil one. (laughs) Simpsons Simpsons reference. reference. Yeah, Yeah. I was gonna say season eight, episode four. I still love the Simpsons more episodes. They were good. (laughs) I used to, yeah, the House of Horrors used to be like they were really good. When I was a kid, that was probably yeah, yeah, probably they were made for kids, though, weren't they? They were good. Oh, I'd love to do a whole. I could do a whole Simpsons podcast, you know. Massive oh, fan. I know, really. She's your dad. Oh my Sorry. god! Can you send this guy to bed? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you go, go on. Give us your last, your final story. I, 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 didn't, I, I told you. I told you. I didn't. No, I only, only did the catacombs one. I couldn't find any other interesting ones. I've, I've googled a few, but like, uh, like the Cecil Hotel one came up, but we'd already spoken about it. I found mm. this one that was like the haunted eBay painting. It's about Sorry, like, um, it was just like this painting. Apparently, like the girl forces the boy out of the painting or something. But I think it was just like made. A story was made. I've got an odd one about a painting, to raise yeah. the price. To raise the price of it. An actual real life story about me. We'll go on to our own experiences Ooh. actually. So basically, uh, my great nan used to house house it for this woman. It was like in Camden. It was quite a big house. Things like three stories, like a Victorian house. Mm. Um, and sometimes like my mum would go like visit her while she was house sitting and this was in about like I don't know like 1995 1996 so before I was born a couple of years before I was born and there was this painting on the wall um, that my mum used to really like and it was just of this like boy there no she's not an aunt but there was just like this <laughs> in the painting do you know what I mean and um, I'm about the- to clarify that on this podcast yeah she's actually um, not an aunt <laughs> and then obviously um a couple of years later, 1999, she had me. And then, like, my nan was house sitting for this woman. They're really good friends. Every year, she used to house it. I think it was about 2005, we went there and looked in the painting. And the, the kid in the painting looked exactly like me. Like, exactly that's, like me. But, I mean, I do look kind of look like the default character in, like, everything. <laughs> do, you look like, like your, do you look like your dad or anything? Or your, your, your mum when you were when you were younger um yeah maybe, probably my maybe my dad i don't know maybe maybe you i don't know maybe your mum i don't know saw features of like your this dad is and odd, it. Like, yeah. yeah it's very strange though that your mum was like gravitated towards this picture i wish i almost had i think that i think the lady my nan house sits for died now so i can't get a picture but yeah it would have been um, a good story yeah well, like i said ouija board we'll whack it back out uh yeah, we'll, see what we'll comes go to that house with the ouija board See if we can yeah. speak to terrifying house. Like... It's actually a really terrifying house. Everything's really old in it. Yeah, I can just don't like old houses. To be honest, they're just dead weird. What what ex- other experiences has you guys had, or you know any of your family I've, members? I've never really like. 
my girlfriend's convinced she's seen a ghost. Like Izzy's convinced she's seen a ghost. In the house room like, right now. Flat out. Uh, I can't remember if it was this house. She said she saw it on Christmas. She's convinced that she saw it on Christmas. And I'm just Probably telling her she saw Santa, Santa Claus. She's climbing or through the, the skylight <laughs> yeah, right now, it was, it, was, it was a parent's <laughs> cheating. They just told her it was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the exclusive? This fucking episode like of Always Sunny when like Matt goes Matt goes with his dad to steal everyone's presents in the morning. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what they were yeah, doing. Yeah. Someone came to steal his presents. Oh. No, I I I thought I saw a, a ghost once, but I, I I don't know. I think I was just a kid making stuff up. Is seeing believing for you then? I I I love the idea of ghosts. Like I'd love I I I've, I'm not not so many of my friends are as interested in going to like haunted houses and stuff as me, but I, I really want to go and do like, yeah, wait, if there's a place... in summer, like we should go to the Pontefract house, the one I was on about, because they take bookings and you can stay there. I want to go to the, for what's the, the, is it the old Woolworths, the one that's like broke, like crashed, like, uh, that demolished now, not, not oh, demolished. Yeah. It's in like, it's yeah. in that one park. Um, Ooh, you know, you know, the one I'm about, Buster, you... maybe. Is it, you know, the one about Ben, I swear you spoke to me about it. What? The one at the park. Is it, is it an old Woolworths? I don't think you can I break, just... like, you can break. Oh, it's like it's it's a park in Liverpool. Um, oh, it's just, it's just, like, yeah. Off. No, it's um botanical gardens, is it? The one yeah, the botanical the graf- gardens. The one with the really cool yeah, yeah, graffiti yeah, yeah. on the car graffiti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. And then over the far side of it, there's like yeah, a right old, as you come like, in to the building. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to go and explore, explore it in there and just have a look. That's, yeah, that was pretty cool. I've been to an abandoned hospital before. Quite. Frequent. I think I think we should do it. I think we should we should maybe do some more like yeah meet up in weird places and just sort of do a podcast yeah. there and that'd be quite fun. Oh yeah, Ben, you've been to an abandoned place, before, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I got fucking I got. I mean, you know, you're talking about who would do stuff with the catacombs and that. I got really drunk once, uh, and there's like this, I walked past this building in Liverpool, and it was like boarded up and stuff, but you could get through one of the windows, and I fucking just climbed in it. It was like trying to walk around just on your own. I was with my mate, but my mate fucking wouldn't come in with me. <laughs> Couldn't be asked. But I, I was only in there for about five minutes before, like, I kind of had a sobering of like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was not in there, especially when you're drunk. You when know, I'm like... drunk, I don't really fear shit. You know what I mean? So like, that's why. You know what I mean? You kind of lose that inhibition of like. Yeah. Some. Some. Uh, one of like there. the scariest moments of my life was in the actual abandoned hospital I went to. It's like a. It's in Coventry, so it's scary enough. Like, I think there was about like eight, <laughs> eight or nine of us that went in there, and like we all split off into groups, and we were right at the top level, walking down the stairs, and there's this sound that like I can only describe as. Have you ever played Left 4 Dead Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. the witch in Left 4 Dead Two, who's like in the corner <laughs> yeah. screaming. There was a sound like that, and it was just my mate like screaming like that, trying to freak us all out. Really, and it was right after a night out as well, so it must have been like four a.m. and we were all like drunk and paranoid. <laughs> Horrible. Fuck that. I've never been back since. But now we'll do an episode <laughs> in an abandoned. Place. Yes, That'd definitely, definitely. Um, send us your favorite. Send us, send us the best abandoned places. That's a good thing. Send us, send us some abandoned places that you'd like to see us visit. Obviously, in the UK. Hope, cl- close to Liverpool if you can, but like or haunted yeah. slash abandoned places, and we'll go and see if we can check them out. Yeah, and we'll try to do like a video on it. Yeah, that'd be good. But yeah, that's uh, that's the paranormal paranormal podcast. Paranormal podcast it. done. Yeah, well, cheers for tuning in, guys, and uh, yeah, we'll speak to you again soon.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the best. How beautiful is that? All the best. Like, like, a, gr- all like the best. a granddad in a Christmas card. Yeah, all the best. All the best. So, ta-ra. Ta-ra. Life would be a dream. Shaboom, if I could take you up in paradise up above. Shaboom, the dummy darling, I'm the only one that you love. Life would be a dream. Sweetheart, hello, hello again. Shaboom, and hope we meet again. Boom, boom, boom. Life would be a dream, life would be a dream, sweetheart.